What's up, everybody? This is Word of a Rebel. And yesterday's episode, I spoke about how important it is to learn from somebody who started at the same point A that you did, or somewhere nearby, as close to that point A as possible. And so if you missed that episode, be sure to check it out, because I go into exactly how to identify somebody who's, you know, started from your point A. And also, not only that, but how you can learn eventually you know, once you get a little bit higher on the process from those who started at a, at a more ease of a point A. So keep that in mind. Check that episode out, how to learn from your point A onward, upward. And today, well, I mentioned yesterday that I wanted to speak about the concept of creating a team because it was kind of part of that conversation about, you know, why I was sharing my story and where I came from and what I started with. Uh, to get to the point I am now and explaining what I'm doing to learn from here onward. And that within that conversation, the idea of creating teams came up. Now, something that I've noticed a misconception about creating a team is sometimes people think, well, my team has to um, abide by what I say. The concept typically is, you know, if they're my team, um, I'm like the coach, and I'm, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just I think that it's the wrong mindset. Some people come into a lot of situations like that. It's like, look, you're not the boss and the CEO of this space, right? Like, if this is not your business, you know, and they're not your employees, your team is not going to have to listen to you. And they don't have to modify how they do things. It's not what it means to create a team for success. See, the, your team for success is more or less your network. And when I say your team, I mean the team of people that you are a part of, not the team that you're leading. And I think that's where the difference comes in. Now, most of you listening don't have that tendency to see yourself as the coach anyway. I just wanted to mention that because I have seen some people do that before. And they're like, well, yeah, you know, these people were in my team, but they didn't do what I wanted them to do. And it's like, well, that's not how the success team works. The success team What you have to understand as being a part of that team is you need to know your strengths and abilities within that team. What is everybody good at? That if you look at any, you know, football team, soccer team, basketball team, you know, the people, the best of those teams have a firm understanding about their own abilities and the abilities of the people in their team, right? Nobody has to listen to the others. I mean, in quarterback, you know, the quarterback on a football team, you know, sometimes gives like instructions or whatever but for the most part on an on a sports team they know what everybody's good at they know where everybody fits in and they're making moves and where where they can help each other they help each other right there's some of those positions on a football team that they're not really helping each other not directly they're indirectly helping each other right but nonetheless they're fulfilling their role in whatever that is, and they're and they're part of the field, and in in that essence, they are helping each other. So keep that in mind. That you really just need to know the abilities um, of each person in your network that you consider part of your team. The team aspect is that you help each other when possible, where it overlaps, right? So if you're on an offensive line and you and the person next to you realize that there's one particular teammate that really needs both of you to possibly stop this person, right? Then the two of you are going to work together. But in a different situation, if you both have a man to cover, 
you're only going to be able to focus on the man that you have to cover because neither one of you can expend your energy to assist the other. You see how that goes? Nevertheless, the two of you doing your own thing separately can achieve the unified goal. So what is the unified goal, right? But once again, I want you to visualize, put yourself into this analogy. Imagine you and somebody in your network that you consider to be part of your team. What is the unified mission that both of you are seeking? And what is it that you're individually seeking? And where does it overlap? And maybe it doesn't overlap every day. Maybe it will only sometimes overlap. And that's what I mean about creating a team. Second point about this is not everybody in your network is a part of your team. They're a resource. Your network, your full network is like the bench, right? The bench uh, where all the players are sitting and not everybody's going to be put on the field. So think about that as well. So some people will be called out onto the team and some of them were going to stay in their own separate teams, but they are a resource for you. And there's nothing wrong with having people on the bench, right? I'm not saying there's anything less about them. It's just they can't assist in the current endeavor. And that's okay. Because whatever it is that they're working on, you're proud of them. You're excited for them. But for the moment, they're not considered part of your immediate team. So that's, that's kind of what I want you to do is kind of think about who is on your team. Because sometimes you can feel like you're alone when you're going through your motions of like achieving your goals and you feel like, oh, you know, there's nobody who can help me or nobody has time to help me or nobody has the resources to assist me. You'd be surprised. You know, you have to stop thinking about this as a solo artist. You know, uh, most of life is not a tennis match. See, in tennis, it's the solo player against the solo player, right? So in that aspect, you're like, yeah, but that's a solo player achieving a goal. Yeah, but that solo player is focusing on that one goal at a time. So as badass as Serena is, she's not approaching a game where there's a multitude of elements, right? She's got that one opponent on the other side. She's got that one net in the middle as a hurdle. And that's all she has to focus on. Life itself is more similar to a soccer game, a football game, and a basketball game, where you've got these various moving parts, these various moving figures, and you've got people on the bench waiting to be put in for the game. So think about your own life that way. And you might want to think creatively about your network and who's going to be on your team, because it might sometimes be people that you don't expect. So I really encourage all of you to kind of go through and document it, write the names down if you need to. Uh, some people prefer that tactile feeling of handwriting it. You could type the names up and really truly just put everybody you know, right? As many as you can think of. And what is their, what is their experience in? What skills do they have? What industries are they experienced at? And outside of industries, what kind of life skills have you seen these people demonstrate successfully? And when you look at that, you will see the full scope of what your possible team looks like. Because remember, all of those people are basically on the bench right now because you haven't called them into the game. So now you got to understand who's on your bench before you can call anybody out. Now, some of them might not want to play, and that's okay. But when you have a full understanding of every potential teammate, 
you're going to realize that you're not alone. So if, if a couple people say they can't right now, you've got others that you can tap, tap into and talk to. So I hope that this analogy helped you guys kind of see how much power you really have within your network. You are far more powerful as an individual than you realize, and you are far more powerful as a team than you realize. So drop me a comment and send me a message. Let me know what this message meant for you today. Do you feel like you uh, were overlooking people in your life that could have been an asset for you? And in what ways could you be an asset for other people? See, that's another thing. You know, sometimes you're going to be the one assisting on that on somebody else's field. But remember that when you do that, it's because that's what this is all about. It's about trading, you know, trading skills, being there for each other, building each other up. Because the stronger that your teammate is, the stronger you are, the stronger we all are. As always, this is Word of a Rebel, and I am here for empowerment. Be sure to hit me up on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, and YouTube at Word of a Rebel. Let me know how you guys are feeling, what it is that you're working on, and who are these teammates that you have identified, that you appreciate, and you plan to network and connect with in the near future, or already maybe are connecting with. Peace.